0: And welcome to a Friday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, But It Might Be You. With me, La La La, Let Me Explain. And not just me today, because I am with the fabulous Stephanie Yaboa, who is a blogger, multi-award winning content creator, author, host, freelance writer, public speaker, and body image self-love advocate, based in her hometown of London she is the first British black plus size woman to grace the cover of glamour magazine and she's going to be releasing her next book chaotic energy in 2025 not available for pre-order yet but look out for that one and also I have been going to sleep with Stephanie in my ears with her new podcast Stephanie's St- I've asked you about three times is it called <laughs> Stephanie's stories and I can't keep it in my head I think because I'm so calm and relaxed now because I've been listening so (laughs) Stephanie's been doing this these incredible podcasts which are designed to just chill you out and get you to sleep using stories of like Greek mythology tell us a bit about that because it's it feels left field a little bit but I
1: love it oh thank you first of all thank you so much for having me on the podcast I'm so excited um and with the podcast so that's um story time with Stephanie and it just comes from a love of storytelling and telling um, stories to kids and i also love falling asleep to sleep stories uh, because i have insomnia and so that's really the only thing that can like really knock me out so i was like let me try doing this Um, and also people just saying that i have a nice voice i was like okay let me utilize it and start a podcast (laughs) you really do you have a fantastic voice perfect for podcasts i really
0: honestly really really highly recommend uh stephanie's new podcast Everything that you do is kind of great. Like I've, I've never Aww. seen you do. I've listened to you on loads of other people's podcasts, and uh, I've read your book, and you just everything you touch seems to sort of just turn to gold. And it's a Thank lovely, you. it's a lovely quality of, of yours. I, I feel like this is like one of the least interesting things about you, but because it's a dating podcast, some people may not have heard you. You kind of went very viral. Mm-hmm for what ended up kind of being called the pull a pig kind of scandal I guess. Can you tell listeners a bit about what happened there?
1: Yeah sure oh gosh that was that was it just feels so long ago now but gosh basically this was when I was traipsing the apps you know as you do and I met this guy on a dating app and we went on a first date. And before we went on the first date, we were like talking online and on the phone and stuff. And so he knew that I was a blogger. He knew that I had a love of like houseplants and stuff. Like, so we'd we'd been speaking quite a bit. And then we met up on the first date. The first date went really well. Like he even bought me like a little aloe vera plant. I was like, oh, that's really thoughtful. Like, you know, there wasn't any red flags that I could See at the time, just a very charming guy. So then we said that we would meet up again uh, for a second date. And then on the second date, um, we slept together. And then I just didn't hear from him again. And at the time, I was like, eh, I mean, he's a nice guy, but I guess like this is how the dating sphere goes. Sometimes yeah, it's, you it's don't. It's gutting. It's gutting. It is a bit gutter. I think. And I think because my history of dating has been so terrible and traumatic, I felt like him. Not contacting me back was like the least terrible thing that I had experienced, which is still shit. Mm. But I was like, eh, okay, well, it is what it is. Like, if I don't hear from him again, fair enough. So, after about a month, I think it was a month, I kind of just like got on with my life and all of that kind of stuff. And then I remember this because I, it was before I went to sleep. I received an email from somebody that said that he was his friend. And basically in the email, they were like, look, um, the reason that I'm contacting you is because I know that you've been messaging X and not hearing anything back. And the reason that you haven't heard from him is because we basically, like as a group of friends, we bet or we placed a bet um, for him to sleep with a fat girl. And the bet was £300. And so, yeah, he, he... slept with you and that's why you haven't heard from him and the reason that I'm contacting you is because it's basically he said that he felt a lot of guilt around it after a while and his friend the guy that I went on a date with had told this friend that I was like an influencer and stuff so I think that's how he got my email Um, and he went on this whole tangent about his sister recently experiencing a really bad dating um, anecdote and so that kind of compelled him to write to me And, um, yeah, I, I read it and I was just like, like, is this spam? Is this like, this must be like a joke kind of thing. But it, the feelings of low self-worth, like dehumanization, low self-esteem just kind of fell over me. It was awful. And so like a day or two later, I, um, because on the on the night of the date, I took a selfie saying, "Oh, this is me going on a date," like a smiling selfie. So then I went onto Twitter, and I retweeted it, like quote tweeted it, and was like, "Update: <laughs> This is, um, this is what happened. Like, you know, when I went on this date last month or whatever. This is what happened." And so that's how it kind of steamrolled and started um, going did, did, viral. Did you,
0: did, it's fucking sickening. Mm. I want to punch him in his fucking face. I don't. <laughs> I don't support violence, but. Did you report him on the dating
1: apps? Did they did they ever cause So he when I went back onto the dating app, he had like not blocked me. I don't know what it is when he they've he didn't appear in my Right, so message he's unmatched thing you or whatever. Yeah. Does, does that
0: mean you can't ever God, that's a bit of a flaw in dating apps, isn't it? Like if they've unmatched you, you can't then report them because there's nothing to report.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because I went to an event that was held, like separately, that was held by the dating app, and I told the one of the uh producers of like user experience or something was there and I told her I was like look this is what happened to me so this is this is when it had gone viral and stuff and so um I was like this is what happened this is the guy's name here's his number I don't know if you can find it on your system or whatever like they sent me flowers like the the app sent me flowers and stuff and but I didn't really hear anything back I did match with him like a year and a half later though not match I saw him Mm. on the app and a part of me was like should I match with him again and give him a piece of my mind? But after that, so much time had gone past that I was like, I just, I can't be bothered to dip back into that.
0: What a despicable, disgusting man. I hope he gets incurable thrush in his (laughs) bum hole. And the good thing is that actually that led to you meeting Lizzo in the end. So like every every cloud has a silver lining in some way or another, Mm -hmm. you know? and his life will not work out well unless he has some kind of healing moment goes and does some ayahuasca in the jungle and i doubt it well <laughs> probably not but yeah. but now you are in a healthy solid loving relationship yes. And, and you glow. And Aww. you're with a man who makes you feel safe,
1: right? Yes. I love absolutely, that. Absolutely, absolutely. And ha- how did you meet? He, he was your friend originally, was he? Yeah, so we've been friends for like 16 years. Cute. Yeah. Sometimes they're right under your nose. The whole time. Yeah. The whole time, yeah. And it's that thing where there's
0: like, we, we we always think there has to be fireworks and a big spark and this big like romance. But actually sometimes it's that person that you just feel really comfortable with Mm -hmm. and chill
1: with that and I love that you're in love and that you're happy love 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 very cute it's an interesting one because and like even to this day I find it very difficult to let people in and I think because of that pull a pig thing and just other really bad dating experiences that I've gone through where for some reason the main focal point of why it hasn't worked out is to do with my weight I've always been I've always had lots of walls up so being in a relationship where someone kind of accepts me accepts me wholeheartedly it's really hard because I'm always like well what's the catch what's the drop what's gonna like I'm just waiting for something bad to happen and Mm. that shouldn't be the case so even in this relationship I'm learning or I'm trying to learn how to just let people in and try to soften my heart and all of that kind of stuff because I'm just like on edge all the time uh, just waiting for yeah. you know you're just waiting for something yeah. bad to happen well it
0: feels like self-defense and protection doesn't it like well if I am expecting it to go wrong then I can't be devastated and shocked when it, that's it. does that's you it know? <laughs> Every week, they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really, really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep. Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke (laughs) girlie? Some peasant Coke? No. No. All right, so let's help other people. Yes. Because we are obviously very good at wondering whether stuff is a red flag. And so are my listeners, and they want our help today Mm -hmm. to establish, is this a red flag? So, our first one says... Stephanie and Lala, is it a red flag that most of his friends cheat on their girlfriends and he doesn't
1: call them out? I think it's an amber to red flag. I think that any self-respecting man, if your friend is, you know, doing something very immoral and you don't call it out, it kind of speaks to... Is that something you could potentially do in future? Um, If you can't stand up to your friends in that way, it's almost like you're allowing that behaviour to continue, like you're cosigning it. If you're not, you know, calling your friend out, then you're low-key... Co-signing it, so then I have to give you a bit of a side eye. Like, yeah. is it lack of courage? Do you secretly champion what they're doing, or are you scared of your friends? Like, yeah. what's going on?
0: And like, what's the culture in this friendship group? Like, what, what, what? Because I feel like if you're if they're all or mostly cheating on their girlfriends, then that signifies to me probably like a lack of respect for women. Mm-hmm. And so, is there some kind of like misogynistic culture within this friendship group? And and is he co-signing that? As you say, like, is he going along with that? What's happening when when you're not there? And actually, exactly. I would like a partner who has the balls to tell his mates off. And if he can't, then again, that's because the culture of this group is kind of fucking toxic. Mm-hmm. But I think you're right. Amber maybe not red because actually there's something good in the fact that he is telling her this maybe you know the fact that he's coming back and being like oh they're all
1: cheating oh that's true actually I don't know he's he's, yeah the fact that he's mentioned it feels like there is something lying on his conscience so it might be more of just a fear of confrontation or confronting his friends because if all of them are doing it that's a bit
0: yeah she mm, said most yeah it'd be good to get his views on it what do you think about this how do you feel about the girlfriends how does he feel when he's having to like spend time does he ever spend time with the girlfriends, does that not make him feel guilty? Like, Mm. has he got a conscience? (laughs) All right, the next one says, is it a red flag that he said, I think women expect men to plan everything just because they have
1: a vagina? I don't know about that one because, I mean, the whole I think women expect vagina thing, that's that's kind of reeking with misogyny for Mm. me. But I've never really known... Men to plan anything anyway? Like for me, I'm just I like, know. I do most of the planning. <laughs> like it's mostly women that plan the stuff. So I don't know what he's talking about. So <laughs>
0: true, especially once you're in a relationship, like you literally have to take on the organization of everything, including like their own mother's birthday yes. shit. <laughs> but I think maybe, maybe he's referring to like first dates or whatever when you, you know, I kind of do want a man to say, I'd like to take you here on this day. Are yeah. you, are you available? I think you're right with that first instinct of, like, that reeks of misogyny. Because I feel like I'm hearing him say it, like, I think women expect men to plant everything just because they have a vagina.
1: But then it's like, if you're pursuing me, then pursue me. Yeah. Like, yeah, not to to kind of take feminism back 500 years, but, like, I'm a bit like, well, you're the one that's saying, oh, you know, you want to date me or you want to do this. And it's just like, okay, so... I want to take you out, but you plan everything. And it's just like, yeah, but you're the one that's suggesting that we go out. So let's, we can collaborate. Like, definitely we can trade ideas on what to do, but then... To kind of just suggest something and then just leave it to the other person to to organize it's mm. a bit like okay but where's the intention where's yeah. the where's the planning like these are all things that show that you care about what we do on our first date absolutely you know? uh, yeah i think that vagina thing is a bit loaded a bit like yeah you
0: think you've got to hold all the power because you've got a vagina and that's what i want at the end of this plan you know maybe Gosh. just feels ugh. it's a bit icky but i don't know about red flag again yeah, um, the pink, bit, yeah. pink flag All right. This one's from a heterosexual man. And I have to say, this man does actually, almost every time I have a box of any type of question, he asks me a question that just makes me think like, bro, get out of this relationship. But anyway, he says, is it a red flag if your partner cries any time you try
1: to communicate your feelings or issues? Ooh, again, I think that depends on two factors. One, how is he communicating his thoughts and feelings? Is it aggressive? Is it with anger? Yeah. Two, potentially the partner could be using that as a manipulative tactic Mm. to make him feel bad. So it kind of, I don't know, it depends on, I would really want to know how he's delivering and how he's saying these things because there's a way that you can communicate your feelings without saying it in a way that comes across as toxic. So if he's saying it and she's crying all the time, he maybe needs to look at how he's trying to communicate his feelings yeah especially if she's had a history of
0: abuse exactly or sort of certain traumas it might be really it might make her feel really upset mm. if, if, when she feels that a situation is big conflict or confrontation mm. but as you say exactly on the other side if somebody is every time you try to communicate your feelings it's being manipulative by turning around and being like oh this is all about me I'm crying now Yeah, then that's problematic too Mm-hmm. Yeah, which one is it? But as I said at the start, this guy
1: literally, I mean, there are so many issues within this relationship, according to to this man.
0: Just go. Yeah, if you're
1: asking that many questions, it's better to just get out of it. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's, yeah. If you're constantly having to ask a podcast for advice or an
1: influencer for advice, and he already knows what he has to do, I think he's just looking for confirmation. But he, sir, You know what you need to do. Exactly. But then I wonder if that's part of it. Like, he
0: knows what he needs to do, but almost he can't because then she becomes extremely vulnerable and emotional
1: Mm, every time he does try
0: to set boundaries. So then there's that guilt factor. Complicated. Just get out, block, Mm -hmm. delete, move on. But Mm -hmm. obviously talk to her first. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Is it a red flag when people don't reply to your message And then they say, sorry, I thought I'd sent a message, but the message didn't send and I didn't realise. I think it is a red flag, but
1: also I'm guilty of doing this a lot as well.
0: But Stephanie, do you do it? when you are, like, really into someone. Like, at the beginning of talking to oh. someone, mm-hmm. I cannot stop fucking thinking about them. I'm, like, looking at my phone constantly to mm. see if they've messaged me. There is no way mm. I am accidentally not replying to them. Because oh, I'd be checking, okay. like, two hours later, you haven't replied to me? What? Then I would notice that I didn't send. Right. But maybe I'm a bit of a limerent, like, obsessy, kind of infatuated
1: type of person. No, I think if it's, like, you're, you first start dating someone then absolutely not. But if it's like somebody that I've known for like years and years or that kind, if it's like we're balls deep into this relationship yeah. or friendship and like, that's fine. But if you're kind of doing it sort of off the bat, it could come across as a bit breadcrummy Yeah. I think. Yeah. That could potentially be pro- problematic because it's like, what, what what you what's the vibe that you're trying to give off
0: i agree i I think it's it's so dependent isn't it is this somebody who's like making plans with you regularly in contact with you regularly reciprocating your energy wanting to see you Mm -hmm. and making that happen then i wouldn't say it's a red flag yeah it's a red flag if you just you know you've been talking to each other and it feels like they're backing away yeah and you haven't heard from them for a few days. And you're like, hi. Mm. And they're like, oh, sorry, message didn't send. I didn't realise. Because why didn't you realise? Why aren't you thinking about me? Exactly. You know?
1: Yeah, I think that's true. I think if they're normally quite on it when it comes to communication and planning and stuff, then, you know, the odds, oh, you know, I've been busy or something, fair enough. But if it's a pattern of behaviour where he's just, or he or they are not like replying or you know backing out then it could look a bit like oh he's he's trying to do like a soft exit kind of thing so yeah a bit yeah depending on the situation it could be a red a red flag yeah a lot
0: of these are very situation dependent is it a red flag if he's homophobic but it's because of his religion christian
1: and culture Nigerian. Yes, it is a red flag. Speaking as a Christian and as an African, um, none of these things have anything to do with someone being homophobic. And I know that especially with being a christian i mean that's a whole other podcast for another day because mm. i just think people use christianity as a way to be homophobic because if we get if we really get into it in the bible it doesn't actually say anything about homosexuality but people have misconstrued it to mm. further certain um prejudice agendas i think in african culture homophobia is is rife it's always been rife and again because it's so intertwined with religion um but it's absolutely a red flag there shouldn't be any but like oh he's homophobic but as soon as you sit, sit here fo- homophobic for me I would just cut cut it off at the source. Yeah. Um there's no excuse for homophobia no, at no. all.
0: It's like saying is it a red flag if he's racist but he's <laughs> christian and from russia. You know exactly. you know what I mean you cut the, yes it's still a red flag it doesn't matter yeah. what the culture has taught you or 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 how he's been raised or or anything like that. We are all big enough and old enough now to be able to make our own way in the world and make sense of of the world. And I think Jesus would have loved the gays, definitely did love the gays and sex workers and, you know, all of this idea that, like, you know, Christianity hates gay people. It's just like Christianity shouldn't hate anyone that hate shouldn't even be in this so so it is a red flag if someone is homophobic racist sexist anything that is fundamentally harmful to the human rights of others mm-hmm. it doesn't matter where you were raised or what your religion is it, it, it is a red flag because how, uh, potentially, how are you going to have children with this person? Because it's, you could very easily have a gay child. Exactly. And what, what happens then? Yeah. What's he going to do? Hate, hate, hate his own kid and destroy them. And, you know, mm. I, and I think it is something that needs to be sensitively addressed. I don't yeah. think that y- y- you should attempt to maybe try and change him, but also... I, I think that actually conversations can be held. I don't. I think it's right to acknowledge where it may have come from mm-hmm. with respect, mm-hmm. but also to not accept it or tolerate it I and agree. to see it as a red flag.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: Wow. So we have really put the world to rights. Mm-hmm. I loved all of your answers and hearing them in your sexy voice is just <laughs> such a pleasure. Oh, thank you. So I want to know, because usually on a Friday... Mm -hmm. I read out listeners' icks. And I want to know, over the years, what has given you the ick? In
1: terms of like relationships or like the opposite Have you
0: ever had that feeling of just totally irrational repulsion for someone who you actually found really attractive Mm -hmm. and really liked? And then you've just got that ick feeling of like, oh no, Mm -hmm. I can't bear to look at you anymore. You've given me the ick.
1: Boot cut jeans worn <sighs> with loafers oh. and for me it was like, as somebody that loves fashion, I remember I there was somebody that I liked, like I fancied and I remember just seeing him at an event and he had like these boot cut jeans and I was like my everything just dried up immediately i was like nope i can't and i couldn't see him in the same way again (laughs) and i know it's just so stupid but i was just like i can't no i get you you should have called
0: an ambulance because something was wrong with him that day for them to get dressed in that manner like yeah boot cuts and loafers even if you are doing it like trying to be like uber stylish like Mm -hmm. you know shoreditch style
1: yeah no no it was just like it was like almost like flares, and I'm just like I, I don't know. I just I was so turned off by it that I just, yeah, it, it was like an immediate thing for me. It's unacceptable. I totally agree. And like you know, we shouldn't really
0: judge people for what they're wearing or how they look. But I I get it. And the ick, you can't help it. Your eyes are drawn to this ick thing, and there's nothing you can do about it. You can try and rationalize and be like, oh, it's only boot cuts. But who in their right mind?
1: wants to wear boot cuts and loafers in the 2020s no like I just don't get it also men that have the long pinky nail I find quite grotesque and again
0: reason for that though isn't there
1: there is and it just freaks me out but even when it's not that main reason if they've got like long nails Mm. I'm it just gives me like interview with the vampire stars I'm just like yeah, and because uh, you also you think nails, about your sir? vagina,
0: like your future vagina is gonna not have a good time with those hands.
1: Yeah, it's just like you are gonna fuck around and give me a hysterectomy accidentally. <laughs> like I just don't. <laughs> I, just don't yeah. I don't need that. Yeah, long long nails and long toenails on a man. It's just like yeah mm, it's giving me vampire vibes really bad
0: yeah oh, okay I accept your ex I support them <laughs> thank you so much for coming today I have really loved you I love having you here and make sure all of you look out what's your page how do we how do they find you on Instagram oh so my Instagram is just my full name so it's at Stephanie Yaboa. which is spelled S. It's a normal Stephanie Just with a P H, normal yeah. Stephanie, and then Y E B O A H. Yeah, and look out for Stephanie's uh, book, which you will be able to pre-order sometime before next year. Yeah, it's coming out definitely this year, February twenty twenty five. Twenty twenty five, yeah, and that's called Chaotic Energy. And I'm definitely going to get the Audible version of that as oh, well as the thank book, you. so I can listen to your beautiful dulcet tones. Oh, thank you so much. Lots of <laughs> love. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for Bye. having me. Bye. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.